Welcome back to another episode of the Rap and Wrestle podcast. You know me, I am Derek Gamble. Uh, you can follow Rap and Wrestle at Rap and Wrestle, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Check us out on iTunes, YouTube, wherever you get all your streaming from. Just search at Rap and Wrestle. Today, very special day. Uh, we have the spoiled brat of wrestling, MLW's very own Ariel Blake. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good, man. Pleasure to have you on. Um, long time since I talked to you before, but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm glad to catch up with you and see how things are going with you now. Um, speaking of MLW, you got to be excited. Yesterday was their uh, the restart. They're, uh, they're back. How do you feel about the um, uh, MLW coming back? It's so fun. It's been quite some time since MLW's been on. Um, probably like eight months, I think. Um, but it's been even longer since I've been there, so I'm really happy to be back and in the swing of things. Um, I don't want to give away what I'm doing just yet, but it will be on an upcoming episode. Um, or you can just pay attention to the graphics on the MLW Instagram. Um, but it's been really fun. Um, everything I saw last night, well, as of recording, this is Thursday, so it aired last night. Right. Everything I saw was super cool. Um, it started strong with Hammerstone and then it ended with him and Fatu kind of having that face off. Um, Myron and Tillman had a good match. It was really fun. It was so exciting to be back and like see how different it is now. Yeah, but, like definitely. also the same it is because we're in like the same venue that we started at. So it's like mm-hmm. a bit of the past and the future right now. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I thought it was amazing. It's like, uh, when he said the restart, I just saw like, you know, the, I guess like the updated roster and like just all the people that are taking a part of MLW. And I was just like, oh man, this is like very exciting. The only bad part was that you weren't on yesterday. That was the only bad part. <laughs> I sure. agree. But um, definitely. Um, so <clears throat> how excited are you too to continue the reign of the stud stable and, you know, working with Colonel Parker? Ooh, about that. I am so excited to be part of it. It's not a new stable. It's like a legendary wrestling stable from freaking like way back before I was born. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really cool to be part of something like that and to learn from someone like Parker. Um, I miss him dearly over the quarantine and see enough of him. But um, I actually started with the Dirty Bond, so it's super fun to be with them. Um, they worked for this promotion that started the school that I went to. So they saw me like literally when I was like 18, 19 and like didn't know anything and like was just a little ring girl and like, it's just, it's cute how we've come together. Perfect. Uh, what would you say, have you gotten any, um, advice from Colonel Parker? Um, like wrestling advice that I've seen him give the boys yeah mostly about tag team wrestling I've like learned a good bit and there was one pre case that we had where I'm like oh my god you like invented tag team wrestling and like (laughs) I don't know if that ever made it there but it happened way back when and I don't know he's a pleasure to be around I love him yeah he's definitely uh definitely a true legend for sure Mm -hmm. um and uh, I need you I need him to tell you so you can tell me how does he stay looking young after after all these years? Because <laughs> he, he still he doesn't look he doesn't look like his age. He looks like he, he's a pretty good age. So 
He's uh, definitely hit the mm -hmm. fountain of youth on us for sure. For um, real. <laughs> how was it um, during, uh, you know, we all, it's a crazy time for all of us, you know, with everything that's been going on. Um, how has it been during quarantine? And um, like, what were you doing to keep yourself busy during all that time? Um, I have been keeping the time by trying to stay ring ready and like work out as much as I can, mm -hmm. whether it be weights, cardio, and then also getting reps in at training, like any open ring I can find or whenever a group of friends and I are available to go find a ring and mess around. That's been fun in lieu of shows, but shows just started up for me again with MLW and I just did an indie this past weekend and it was super safe, tons of masks, sanitization, distancing, everything of the sort. So I felt comfortable. So like I mean, keeping myself busy with that, but also just like spending time with my dogs, um, doing uh, some more podcast interviews. I've had a lot more time for that. Um, my boyfriend got me a Nintendo Switch for my birthday. So a lot of Animal Crossing. <laughs> Nice. Um, yeah, I got a new place like in the beginning of quarantine. So I set all of this up. And oh, man. So moved you're, moving at, you're moving at the beginning of quarantine. Yeah. And it was around April. So like the very beginning, like they couldn't even really show me the apartment before I moved in because mm -hmm. of the risk and everything. Like mm -hmm. the guy filmed himself walking through and posted it and I was like, that was good. I'll take it. So like, I literally didn't see this place until after I signed for it and it was mine and I walked in and I was like, okay, cool. Like just what it looks like. I guess I have to accept it now. Yeah. Oh man. That's a, that's a crazy way to have to get an apartment for sure. Um, yeah. How, how about uh, this? Uh, did you eat a lot of pizza during quarantine? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh man. What, 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 uh, which one were you eating? With the white sauce, right? If I remember correctly. Hell yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. See, <laughs> what, what's, oh, the, I love um, it. what's the best place to get pizza from where you're at? There's a place in Palm Harbor called Fairway, and it's like a restaurant and bar, but they specialize in pizzas, and mm. they make really good white pizza, and that's like my favorite place to get it when I go home. Oh man, I gotta, I still have to try that white pizza. I still haven't had it yet. I'm, yes. I gotta make sure I try it. I'm gonna try it after this episode for sure. Uh, besides pizza, what would you say is the best quarantine food that you've had? She's like, I, I was only eating pizza. I'm really thinking about it. No. Um, well, when I visited my boyfriend on the West Coast at Del Taco, mm -hmm. and I always like will have him bring me there, like, two in the morning or like oh, I'll Uber Eats it like twice a day or something. So yeah, Del Taco. Oh man. Hey, I feel you on that one. Um, so good. And we don't really have it in Florida. The nearest one is in Orlando. And then there's twice and it's let me down twice. Del Taco in Orlando has let me down twice because I've gone twice and one time they weren't open and the second time they were only taking like cash and I had cards and it was BS and it's let me down. We don't have one in Tampa. So okay, that's one of my so my favorite quarantine bag. <laughs> all right, so I know you, I know you like the pizza with the white sauce. How are you yeah. having your tacos then? Uh, they have Beyond Meat there. Oh, so, Beyond. Okay, yeah. cool, cool. I'm able to eat there. Okay, perfect, perfect, perfect. All right, that's dope. 
So I know you um, just recently, you guys have started transitioning back into wrestling, kind of like the wrestling world has opened back up, unless you've been a major company that's been on TV who's still been going. Um, how has it been transitioning back into wrestling? And what are some of like the challenges you think you've seen, you know, just wrestling during a pandemic? Uh, some of the challenges, um, I guess just kind of maintaining, like, not having the ring rust on you. Because, like, in the beginning of the quarantine, when, like, everything was super shut down, at least, like, in Florida, we're a lot more open now than we started. Like, mm -hmm. the ring rust was pretty good then. I only had, like, three matches before everything shut down. Yeah. So that was kind of a challenge, but thankfully, like I said, I have access to rings I can get to and kind of get that off, but it's yeah. so different at being at a, like a live event, especially like the differences between managing and um, wrestling. Like managing is something that I can kind of just like mentally get myself there and be into. Wrestling, I have to do that, but it's also a physical thing. Yeah. So as prepped as I think I am, it's never enough I feel like I'm never I never feel like I'm ready enough but um yeah that's been a challenge just and also being comfortable in front of crowds and like learning what measures we need to take and like for the COVID and everything and how to protect ourselves and others and that's been a challenge too Definitely. I could definitely see that for sure. It's, it's, it's a challenge uh, being a fan <laughs> going to shows. So I can only imagine I bet, being yeah. an actual talent there. Um, one thing I saw that was pretty cool. I saw you got a new tattoo. I saw you got a, what, a wildflower, right? Uh, what, is the, what is the significance of, of that tattoo? To you? Yeah, that's dope. Yeah, thank you. It's um, from Alice in Wonderland. There's a quote that says, do you suppose she's a wildflower? And like, I've always just really liked it. So I wanted to get a wildflower in my arm for the longest time in that spot. And I just finally found um, this girl that did my brows is also like a tattoo artist. Uh -huh. So I just went to her and she did a beautiful job and she's going to be tattooing me again next month. Oh, nice. Perfect. Perfect. Now that's dope. Mm -hmm. uh, kind of like uh, I saw the definition of what a wildflower is. Uh, Cause you, I've always heard that. I think, I feel like the majority of us probably all heard what a wildflower is, but don't, but don't really know what it is. And I saw it's like kind of like a flower that's just like that was blossomed that wasn't planned on being blossomed uh, or something mm -hmm. like that, planted. So uh, I, I was wondering if uh, you kind of felt like that related to you as well. Just like, I don't know, maybe like, you know, you became something that maybe you thought or somebody else might not have thought you'd become. Kind of, yeah, like with wrestling, like who would have thought like I'd actually pursue it and like have su success with it, you know, and like yeah. it'd be something more than just me being a fan. And so I guess that, yeah, I grew from that into what I am now. And just the wildflower is different from all the other flowers. And I like to think that I am, especially with my zebra tattoo. It's also like a, it's a unique kind of symbol so they kind of just are both symbols of being different yeah definitely hey well at least uh your tattoos have meaning i know a lot of people who have <laughs> some meaningless tattoos for sure um yeah. during during uh quarantine as well or even just in general uh 
Do you have any favorite TV shows that you like to binge or that you were watching during that time? Um, I have always been a fan of American Horror Story, but I dipped out after Freak Show. So, like, I rewatched all the seasons with my boyfriend and then caught up from um, Hotel Roanoke, Cole Apocalypse. Um, yeah. And then I watched 1984 when it came out last year, like, as it came out mm -hmm. weekly. So he didn't see it. So we rewatched that on Hulu. So that's been a big part of our quarantine is AHS. Yeah. I love yeah. it. American Horror Story is, is dope. I, I love it too. I watched every season of it. Um, yes. I love, uh, I'm going to forget her name, but I know Sarah. I forgot the, the main, the main actress of it, but she, Sarah she also, yes, yeah, there we go. She, yeah. um, she also has Ratchet that was on Netflix yes, as well. Yes, and we watched that too. That's dope too. I think it she's an so amazing good. actress. She's a great actress. And uh, yeah, American Horror Story, that's, that's definitely dope. Um, what about music or, you know, some of your favorite artists that you like to listen to? Um, some of my favorite artists are a lot of bands, like All Time Low, Bring Me the Horizon, The Main. Um, Hmm, I'm trying to simplify it down to a couple answers. Neck Deep, State Champ, oh uh, The Story <laughs> So Far, like a lot of pop punky, like some post-hardcore. Um, but I try to listen to a little bit of everything, like pop, rap, EDM, different kinds mm. of rock. Definitely. I yeah. mostly listen to podcasts, honestly, more than music. Oh yeah, are you you still are you still listening to those podcasts with Papa John on them? <laughs> really? Oh my God, yeah, the H three H three podcast they did that. Yes, oh, they, that's like a thing now on their podcast. Every oh, couple man. episodes they have like a soundboard and he's on it. That's hilarious to me. That's still hilarious to me. Oh man, I know. Uh, all right, so also something too that this is this is a perfect time around the year for this that I know you you did when last time we talked. I don't know if you still do it, but uh, are you still making your candles? No, I'm not right now. Um, I'm a little afraid to because I caused a fire. Uh, oh, man. <laughs> yeah, so I've been hesitant on making soaps and candles right now. It would uh -huh. definitely be a good time for the holidays. Like, and I have thought about it and like, mm -hmm. cause even if I just like the smells, so like I can have them. But um, I was making soap one time and like in this apartment and it just all of a sudden a flame and oh, uh, had to splash that bitch out and get it out of there. And it was horrible and like, it wasn't, anything bad like the smoke alarm didn't go off or anything but it was a little traumatizing because i definitely felt like i'm not prepared for the situation <laughs> oh man that's great who knew being soap making soap would be so I dangerous know. i don't know if it like splashed over like i obviously wasn't paying attention but like oh it was terrible and it was enough to make me want to not do that again <laughs> Oh man, that's crazy. That's that's really crazy. Yeah. Um. So you know, one thing I, I've always admired about you that you uh like are a social media genius. I think you should put some social media classes out there to teach some people how to use social media the right I way. <laughs> but 
I think your social media is amazing. I'm like big into that, like the overall look of someone's Instagram page. Because mm -hmm. I think, you know, when you're doing something, that's that's like your business. You know what I mean? Yes. That's for people who don't know you. They get to see who you are, what you do. Uh, I've always admired that about you, that your page just looks uh, amazing. Um, did you find like during all of this that you utilized it more and found more ways to capitalize off your social media? I did. Um without there being a lot of wrestling shows going on, I was able to do photo shoots and stuff, like a lot of outdoor shoots um, yeah. during the summer, especially. So I was able to create content and still be able to post things instead of being able to post like my matches or pictures from matches or yeah. MLW or anything like that. It was just more me. And that made me kind of want to like portray my Instagram as more of a portfolio. Mm -hmm. That's kind of how I've always looked at it. And I like a specific type of aesthetic on my feed with like the white border on it and yeah. being able to see the entire image and making sure the color's there and it looks good. Like I kind of wish I had one of those like color coded Instagrams, but I'm like, I don't have that type of patience because I know people will like sit there and like plan it out on paper or something yeah. like this is going to go red into light pink into orange into this yeah. color and it's crazy and it's fun to look at but it's I guess my aesthetic Instagram goals but yeah I love social media it's fun to play with yeah definitely uh I've literally I think I've probably like erased my whole Instagram like two times already. <laughs> to, Me too, to, yeah. <laughs> to get it to look the way I wanted it to look. Now I'm like finally satisfied with it. So I know a lot of work goes into that and I, I definitely uh, admire that for sure. Um, also, you know, with, with everything that's happening kind of like with things changing um, and kind of like realizing this, I feel like for you and for certain other people, like, you know, even though all of you know the lockdowns and all that stuff happened like you were still able to at least keep going and you know you could fall back on modeling because you're also a model um some people couldn't do that for you though have you have you saw that maybe the goals have changed now for you have you started leaning more towards you know something else or is wrestling still always the love and always the main focus for you it's always gonna be wrestling um modeling is fun but i was like met with agencies and like had an opportunity to pursue it on a more professional level and I'm just it's not for me I think like it would first of all take too much time and second of all it's just too much pressure for something that's not really my passion and I wouldn't want to take a spot that would be you know somebody's dream job you know but um yeah wrestling is always my passion first and foremost whether it be like managing or actually being in my wrestling i'm just grateful to have it in my life definitely um let's see if you weren't wrestling and i'm gonna take modeling out of there too i'll say if you weren't okay. wrestling or modeling because i don't want you to say modeling uh if you weren't wrestling or modeling what do you think you would be doing i went to college for journalism so probably something in that field like I used to really want to be like a fashion magazine reporter, kind of like Devil Wears Prada. So that, I guess, is probably what I'd want to be pursuing. But I would have to move to New York and it'd be a lot of competition and all that. So realistically, I don't know what I'd be doing because I wouldn't do that. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Nah, that's, that's I tough. I, I it's hard to say because I just, 
I just want to say modeling, but. What? Oh. oh. Modeling. I got you. I got you. I'll take it. I'll take yeah. it. So, oh, man. Um, you know, also, you know, uh, just looking at some of the past interviews that you've uh, done as well, um, I came across one where, you know, I was more impressed with you because um, you were talking about mental health issues on there. Um, and I just like, when it comes to mental health issues, um, how have you coped with them? And any advice for people who haven't heard that prior one, you know, how they could cope with theirs as well? Um, I don't remember what I said, but it's probably something along the lines of how I have bipolar type two. Mm -hmm. And um, I was diagnosed with it officially in like January, 2017, I wanna say. So like ever since that point, I'd been receiving treatment for it in forms of like cognitive behavioral therapy and medication, which is a whole battle in itself to find the right one and like sometimes it's a combination or a single one or it's, mm -hmm. it's complicated and finding the measurements and what works for you and the side effects and so much so like it took a really long time to find something that works and thankfully I'm at a point where everything is good as far as that goes and yeah. I'm like if something happens where I miss um a morning's worth of it like I can tell that there's a difference kind of like I get a little bit of a headache but if yeah. I am an advocate for taking medication safely and responsibly under the care of a healthcare professional don't just do it yourself I don't think that's smart <laughs> but um yeah. I think it helps tremendously and it's it's okay to admit that you need the help and it's not anything to be ashamed of. It's the same as having any other kind of health problem. You need to treat it accordingly. Um, so that's how I look at it and always kind of have, I'm thankful that my family feels the same and they're supportive and everything and my loved ones are there for me. So it's important for if you can build a support system to have them and be open about what's going on with you. You know, you don't want to keep everything inside and bundle it up. And if you're like me, maybe explode on someone and yeah. you feel worse about yourself or anything like that. So just find someone to talk to, do an appropriate regimen for whatever it is that's going on. And yeah. you're not alone is really like just, repeated so often but it's like so true and if there's like one thing i wish i could have told my younger self it would be that definitely definitely can respect that for sure and um you know mental health i think it, it's one of those things that uh i'm happy that people are uh accepting and willing to deal with more nowadays than you know way back i feel like people just overlooked it and just you know dealt with the stress or you know, whatever it was that they were doing, depression, anything. And, you know, uh, I'm a big uh, advocate of that as well. I have a friend who um, is bipolar and schizophrenic as well. So um, I know, you know, how that can be and, you know, definitely how you need that support system. And, you know, I was glad I was able to be the support system for him. And I'm glad that, you know, we could talk on a, you know, a forum like this for fans or whoever decides to listen so that they, you know, say, hey, you know, we're not alone. And, you know, this is a normal thing that a lot of people deal with. And, you know, you just have to take care of it. Just like you said, like any other health issue, for sure. 
Um, <laughs> you know, okay, so now on <laughs> to something else. I'm gonna give you, uh, this is something good right here, right? And I wanna see okay. your answer. I wanna see your answer on this one. So yeah. we're happy it's the restart of uh, MLW and we got the Opera Cup coming up. <laughs> so I'm gonna put you on the spot here. I'm gonna no. put you on the spot. Who do you got winning the, <laughs> winning the Opera Cup? <laughs> There's only oh, one answer, but I, I'm going to put you on the spot. Okay. You're going to see the hmm. names. Uh, who's going <laughs> to... Hmm. Well, let's see. I think that... Hmm. I'm going to break it down. I think that Tom Lawler is going to beat Rocky Romero. Mm -hmm. I think... H.C.H. is going to beat Laredo Kid. I think... Loki is gonna be Davy, and I think TJP is gonna be Richard Holiday. As much as I miss being Holiday's faction mate, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, and then to win it all, oh, I don't know. I think um, I'll just say TJP. I have a good feeling, you know. Mm. <laughs> very good pick. Good pick. So I like I like that. That was a good pick. That was that was a good answer. That's what I'm going with too, right? <laughs> going yeah, it's too. a great pick. I think that, <laughs> it um, is a good pick. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> um all right. You know, this is something I uh, I don't know why, but for some reason, because I talked to you eight months ago, but looking up today, like I just recently saw uh this match. That was like nuts with you and CJ Doyle, which is, it was like, this is crazy. I'm like, yo, this is Ariel Blake. It's like this huge CJ Doyle in there. And it's like no rules. Like how fun was it being in that match for you? And um, do you like doing stuff like that? Would you like to do more stuff like that? It was so fun. It's uh, probably my favorite match I've ever had. Like the fans bring the weapons one. Um, we had a really great feud going into it, so it made sense storyline-wise. It was fun to have someone bigger than I am, so I can just do literally any kind of move on him, and he would just have to take it for me. Yeah. Um, the weapons were super fun. It was, I want to say, my first weapons match. So I am definitely interested in having more, if anyone's listening. Um, I really think that my match with him and then my match with him and Saeed Al-Sabah, like a triple threat that we had at Fest also is like my second favorite match. So like literally CJ is so fun to work with and like a pleasure. We get along so well and like we're very different people personality wise, but like yeah. we just mesh so well in there. It's very fun. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, all right. So when, when are we going to, finally see i'm waiting for somebody to book this match that you want of you and allison k i'm, I'm waiting I, nobody wants to book it i don't know what's going on <laughs> i think you're gonna have I to follow it. <laughs> that, that i'm still waiting on that um so for you uh is there you know i know you're focused on mlw uh is there any other place uh that you would like you know to maybe one day take your talents to um, I definitely want to go overseas still and go mm -hmm. to Japan. That'd so I, it'd be an honor to go anywhere over there that would have me. Um, I don't 
I don't like to think in terms of specifics, really. It's just mm -hmm. like, I like to think of opportunities, just take it more than often, more often than not, the opportunities I get ha gotten have been good. So mm -hmm. like, kind of want to continue my streak of good luck. Hopefully I do get to go to Japan within the next year. So if the world opens up. Yeah, if they open up. I hope so. I just applied for my passport, so I'm planning on going some places. I literally have the paperwork right here to do this. Oh, same. man, see? <laughs> it's, taking, it's, it's taking like four months at least, man, so you got to get that in there like ASAP. I know. <laughs> I need to get the copy of like my birth certificate or whatever for my mom to be like adult what? stuff. And, like, That's yeah. the craziest thing. I don't have thing. that. Does anybody carry their birth certificate? I had to call my mom too. Nobody has their birth certificate. Only yeah, their mom. Yeah, everybody's has. mom has it. <laughs> That's totally true. And they're like pulling it from like underneath the mattress or something weird. Yeah, it's under the bed in like a silver box. <laughs> it's crazy, man. It's definitely crazy. Um, yes. Last question I asked you because um, I don't know if I got to ask you this on the last one, but I, I was always interested in this. Um, how was it just uh, training with Jay Lethal and you know, what would you say are some of the most um, most valuable things that you learned working with him? It was very fun. Um, and obviously, he's so, so knowledgeable. So, like, literally anything we wanted to learn, we did get to learn. Um, I could come in and be like, hi, I saw a specific move. I want to learn it. And he would know exactly what it is, exactly mm -hmm. how to set up for it, how to feed for it, how to make the other person take it, like, blah, blah, blah. So that was really fun to be able to have him as a resource because it's not just some random guy that's like, oh yeah, I have a wrestling school in my backyard. It's somebody that like knows their stuff and also had resources to other people that could come in and visit us. Like Angelina Love was a big part of my training and like yes. I consider her like my co-trainer. She was definitely like my first wrestling mom. So access to her thanks to Jay was fun um Austin Aries came to the school Samoa Joe Cedric Alexander nice. um Thea Trinidad has been there um Johnny Ace visited one day a lot of different people so that was really fun and I was actually at his school last night so like nice. there's still classes going on to this day like new kids I say kids, but they're not all children. So like new people yeah. learning how to wrestle and coming up in a good system. So it's nice to see that continue on the lethal legacy. Yeah, that's definitely, definitely dope. Um, mm -hmm. For you, what, when you're, when you're done with your wrestling career, what do you want people to think of when they think of Ariel Blake? He was a great bendy wrestler. A <laughs> great bendy wrestler. I yes. like it. <laughs> I like it. Definitely dope. Um, okay, so for fans, anyone merch? I know you are, uh, like I said, social media genius. Merchandise or eight by tens, whatever. If fans want to get anything from you, uh, how do they do that? Um, I have a pro wrestling tea shop, prowrestlingtees.com slash Aria Blake. You can also DM me for 8x10s. Um, Instagram is the best way. I'm on there pretty much all day. So just tell me what you want in 8x10. Maybe I have a shirt on hand for you. I got stickers. Um, I got wrestling gear if you want to buy it. I don't know. I'll sell everything. Mm -hmm. I'll sell you this. I'll sell you that. It doesn't matter. We're in a pandemic. 
help out your local indie wrestler. Um, but I also have um, patreon.com slash the Ari Blake and onlyfans.com slash the Ari Blake if you want to give digitally. Perfect. All right. Definitely. Make sure you guys check that out for sure. Um, if they want to connect with you on Instagram, uh, see that beautiful page that you have, uh, mm-hmm. Twitter or anything like that, how could they find you on social media? My Instagram is the Aria Blake. My Twitter is I'm Aria Blake. And if you use Facebook still, if that's still part of your life, it's not really part of mine anymore. Uh, Facebook.com slash the Aria Blake. Awesome, awesome. <laughs> that feels like I just gave out my MySpace. <laughs> Facts. No, people still on there. Man. Well, for for us wrestling people that are promoting podcasts and stuff, we're still on there for that at least for our pages. Okay, <laughs> oh man! But uh, Aria, I can't thank you enough for coming on. I really appreciate you taking the time out and uh, joining me on the show tonight. Thanks for having me. Definitely. Everybody, make sure you cop some merchandise. Make sure you follow Aria on all her beautiful social medias that she has. Um, thank you for tuning into this episode. Make sure you subscribe. Check out at Rap and Wrestle, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Check us out on YouTube, iTunes. Make sure you listen to this great episode, all our other great episodes. And for this episode, it's Derek, it's Aria, and we are out. Peace.